What's the security and privacy agenda for 2011? Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today with Lisa Soto, Managing Partner in the Privacy and Information Practice with Hunton & Williams, LLP. Lisa, thanks so much for joining me. Thanks very much, Tom. To get us started, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your work, please? Sure. Uh, I head up the, uh, the the global privacy and data security practice at Hunton & Williams, and uh, our practice really is comprised of, of three parts. Uh, we do work on uh, pure play privacy issues, uh, which essentially means any issue that involves the appropriate use of personal information. Uh, we also uh, have a very significant data security practice, uh, which involves both the proactive and reactive side to data security, uh, dealing with data breaches and data leaks, and then also helping companies to uh, to ensure that they have the strongest possible uh, policies and procedures in place with respect to data security. And uh, we also uh, handle uh, uh, the regulatory side of records management, so um, that we, we help companies manage their records in a way to uh, be most protective of privacy and data security issues. Lisa, from your perspective, looking back on this year past, what would you say were the biggest security and privacy issues that we dealt with? Well, I would say it was a banner year for uh, for privacy and data security. There's there's so much happening in this in this area, and so much to look forward to. Uh, probably the, the the biggest ticket items um, uh, included. Uh, items like behavioral advertising. Um, this is an issue that is is on everyone's radar screen um, and very much on on the radar screen of the Federal Trade Commission, uh, as well as lawmakers uh, in Washington. So we'll hear we'll hear quite a bit about this issue going forward. Uh, cloud computing is another very important issue uh, in the in the recent uh, agenda for privacy professionals. Uh, it's clear that that many many functions are moving to the cloud. Um, the question is going to be how to deal with the various privacy and data security rules in the many jurisdictions around the world uh, when those rules uh, are not harmonized and in some some cases conflict with each other and where data is residing in many different locations at the same time. Um, and the third issue that I would say was was really uh, hot in in 2010 was was data security, uh, and that is an issue that that we've been talking about for years now. Uh, of course, the the WikiLeaks uh, uh, issue is is quite prominent, uh, and we're also seeing a lot of focus on health data breaches uh, because of of uh, requirements that came into effect in 2009. Uh, mandating notification in the event of uh, breaches, compromises of health data. So, Lisa, given all those issues, and, and they're big ones, what lessons would you say that we did or did not learn in the course of 2010? I think the biggest lesson we learned is that we are still learning <laughs> in the, the data privacy and uh, and data security field. We, we certainly... Um, don't know enough right now. There's, uh, there are so many opportunities um, that technology brings. There's, there's uh, really um, enormous innovation uh, going on. But along with all of that are privacy and data security pitfalls. Uh, they clearly accompany 
all of the all of the um, the good things that are happening. So we need to keep learning, keep understanding uh, what what privacy and security is, security issues uh, come along with our our new innovative technologies. Uh, there's no question that data security continues to be a very, very significant concern. Um, I think where where CEOs may not have focused on that as an issue several years ago, um, I would venture to guess that just about every CEO of a major company uh, today is is quite concerned about data security. Many companies have buttoned things up. Uh, so, for example, we're seeing more laptops encrypt, encrypted and uh, stronger policies and procedures in place and more training for uh, for employees. Uh, but I think the consensus really is that, that we're still learning how to do data security right. Lisa, certainly you've got a better perspective on this than I do, but from what I see, the WikiLeaks incidents really woke up a lot of people to security and privacy issues at the end of 2010. And I use that as a preface to ask you, what do you see as being the major security and privacy issues we're going to deal with here in 2011? Well, you you put you you, you really hit the nail on the head. I think um, there's no question that preventing data leaks is a is a is a priority uh, for companies. Of course, companies are paying close attention uh, to the WikiLeaks uh, debacle and. Focusing on that, so I think we're going to see uh, more resources going toward the the information security uh, uh, group in most companies, and and I think that's an appropriate focus. Uh, I also think we're going to see uh, a continuing focus on online behavioral advertising. Uh, there was proposed legislation in 2010. Uh, we understand that uh, Kerry is proposing legislation. Uh, shortly, maybe in January of 2011. Uh, so we will we will certainly see uh, legislative proposals with respect to online privacy. In addition, we'll see uh, in 2011 very significant engagement by both the Federal Trade Commission and the Department of Commerce. Now, the FTC has been very active in this arena for at least a decade, a little more than a decade. Uh, so we've we've we're used to having them play in this arena, but they are much, much more proactive this year and last year than uh, than they have been in the past. So we'll see a lot of activity on that front, including uh, a a uh, final paper that they will issue that is a response um, that will be a uh, uh, the development of many discussions they have had through roundtables. Uh, that they've held over the past year. In addition, and, and, and I think a new player here is the Department of Commerce. We will uh, be watching as as commerce gets very heavily into the act and um, starts to uh, take a lead uh, on the global stage in the privacy arena. So uh, commerce, the Department of Commerce has issued a draft, uh, what they call a green paper on privacy and we will we will see a final paper issued in 2011. So watch for much deeper FTC and, and commerce engagement. In terms of information security and data leakage, where do you see that organizations are most vulnerable today? Well, I think that, that many companies have started to... Um, or are in really in the throes of thinking strategically about private privacy, but 
Um, I would naturally, there are still many big companies that are not doing so and are thinking more about putting out fires um, than than uh, taking a step back, um, taking that 50,000-foot view and, and thinking at a strategic level. Um, I think that privacy by design, which is a concept that we've been talking about in the privacy world for a number of years, but is, is really coming to the fore in the United States in large part as a result of the FTC's paper where they, they uh, uh, really put that, that concept on a pedestal. Um, I think that's going to be a very important uh, uh, concept going forward. So instead of, of just um, dealing with the emergencies, we're going to see privacy embedded uh, in the development of new products, new services, and new technologies. Um, I think reputational risk is, a, is an en enormous vulnerability for companies. Uh, this is an area that really has very little law uh, compared with other areas, uh, but where, what is extremely uh, significant is the reputational risk of companies when there is a, a privacy or data security event. And I also think there's vulnerability for companies um, on on the human side. You know, when we talk about uh, data leaks and data security, we talk about um, having policies and procedures, having uh, automated processes in place to back up those policies and procedures. But there's always the human element, and and in the chain, the human link is often the weakest. So it's very important to um, to push. Uh, resources toward training and uh, management of, uh, of of employees. When I think back over the past couple of years, there have been regulatory issues that have really come to the fore. I'm thinking of the identity theft red flags rule. This past year, there was for healthcare the breach notification rule. This year, what do you see as the major regulatory issues that organizations are really going to have to pay attention to? I think the biggest issue is, is going to involve uh, Internet privacy. Uh, that is, that's high on everybody's agenda. Um, there's no question that we're going to see some, some proposed legislation that will hit hard on that issue. And uh, we also need to pay attention to the fact that the FTC's paper focused on this issue, though not exclusively. Uh, and that, I think, gives us a sense of uh, the... FTC's enforcement agenda. Uh, I also think we're, we're going to see um, a lot of interest by companies in social media. It's, um, social media has taken off in a way that, that uh, could not have been anticipated several years ago. Uh, so managing how companies use social media for customers with respect to their employees, um, I think that's going to be a, a, a big area to watch this year. How far are we away from seeing a federal privacy legislation or breach notification law? Um, well, I think breach notification is easier. We, we now have 46 uh, state breach notification laws. Uh, it wouldn't. It, it's not too hard to conceive of a federal law along these lines. And of course, we've seen many, many federal proposals. Uh, for a federal breach notification law, um, it seems to there seems to be a, a bit of a hurdle getting it getting that sort of a law over the edge. Uh, but there's there's a fair amount of consensus over what that sort of a, a law should look like. Um, with respect to a, a, a an omnibus privacy law for this country, 
I think we're a little, we're a few years away, we're a few Congresses away from that, um, but we've made very significant strides with uh, the Boucher Bill and the Rush Bill in 2010 and the upcoming Kerry uh, Bill. Certainly there's a growing consensus of what ought to be covered in these laws, if not consensus over how, how, uh, how these issues ought to be addressed. So there will be continuing discussion, uh, a huge amount of discussion around uh, federal legislation in the privacy arena, and um, I would venture to guess that sometime in the next three or four years uh, we, will, we will have a, uh, a, an overarching privacy law in this country. Lisa, just to sum it up, please, what steps could organizations and individuals be taking right now to better protect themselves? Well, I think, uh, I think, of course, it's very important to consider legal risk, understand where the law is on various issues, but um, almost more importantly in this area is to think very hard about reputational risk. Um, where is it that uh, a vulnerability, whether, whether in privacy or, or data security, could really damage the reputation of a company? And that's where, where uh, there ought to be focus and, and ought to be resources uh, given toward shoring up those vulnerabilities. One very important part of that is knowing your data, and um, we do see a number of companies that really don't understand their data. Information is, is one of the greatest assets that now of companies. Very important to know where, what data you have, where it's stored, how it's used, how it's, how it's protected, with whom it's shared, and then, of course, how it's uh, disposed of at the end of the day when it's no longer needed. So all of that, understanding the information life cycle is, is absolutely critical. Without understanding the life cycle, it's, it's impossible to understand where the vulnerabilities are. Um, it's also very important, I think, uh, to pay attention to uh, providing individuals with, with appropriate um, privacy rights. And I, and I say the word appropriate very meaningfully because it's, it's it is appropriate in certain circumstances to provide certain rights and not necessarily appropriate in others. But I think um, giving a consideration to the uh, the issues of human dignity um, in data uses is very important. And certainly we've heard the, the, um, the dignity phrase used recently by a number of, of uh, regulators in, in, in various countries. So I think it's important to take that into consideration. Uh, in considering how how you deal with uh, uses of data within companies. Lisa, thank you so much for your time and for your insight today. Thank you very much, Tom. Bye-bye. We've been talking about privacy. We've been talking with Lisa Soto, managing partner with the Privacy and Information Practice with Hunton & Williams LLP. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.